Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. As I've said many times before, making a movie is incredibly difficult, especially when every single second is costing you thousands of pounds for sets, actors, film, and obviously catering. So you better make sure that those minutes count. Well, unfortunately, these minutes counted out certain actors that we're going to detail today because they said enough was enough based on just a few seconds of footage. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are eight actors who quit movies because of seconds of footage. Number eight, Mark Wall was creeped out by Ennis spitting on his hand, Brokeback Mountain. So believe it or not, Mark Wahlberg was originally in talks to star in Ang Lee's Oscar-winning drama Brokeback Mountain, set to play the role of gay sheep herder Jack Twist, which was ultimately played to Oscar-nominated success by Jake Gyllenhaal. Despite meeting over the part and reading over a portion of the script, Wahlberg later admitted that its matter-of-fact depiction of gay sex left him creeped out, ultimately drawing the line at the memorable moment where Jack's lover Enos spits on his hand for lubrication ahead of their initial tryst. Wahlberg had this to say, I met with Ang Lee on that movie. I read 15 pages of the script and got a little creeped out. It was very graphic, descriptive, the spitting on the hand, getting ready to do the thing. I told Ang Lee, I like you, you're a talented guy, if you want to talk about it more... And thankfully, he didn't. I didn't rush to see Brokeback, it's just not my deal. Obviously, it was done with taste, look how it was received. Although Wahlberg's comments suggest that he wasn't particularly comfortable with the film's subject matter as a whole, he evidently might have been a little bit more keen to join the awards-friendly production if it took a more sanitised approach to its sex scenes, which thankfully, it didn't, because everything worked out for the best, basically. Number 7. Betty White didn't like the dog abuse gag. As good as it gets. Global treasure Betty White was offered the role of Helen Hunt's mother, Shirley Knight, in James L. Brooks's much-loved Oscar-winning 1997 drama As Good As It Gets, though turned it down to a brief moment entirely unrelated to her part in the film. At the start of the film, protagonist Melvin grows fed up of caring for Simon's dog and decides to throw it down a laundry chute. White, a lifelong animal rights activist, simply couldn't bring herself to star in a film which played such cruel treatment of animals for laughs. She said this, As good as it gets, I turn that down. But it was for a very good reason. They had this adorable dog in it, but in one scene, the guy goes down the hall and puts the dog down the rubbish chute. Of course, it lands on some cushions and it's fine, but I didn't want to set that example. Because you never know what nuts or kids will see it and think, I can do that. The director said, the dog's fine, the dog's fine, but I said, I just can't do that. Of course, the film was a tremendous hit, but I didn't regret turning it down. Number 6. Steve McQueen wanted top credits billing over Paul Newman, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. 
Now we're getting into truly petty territory. Difficult though it might be to picture anyone but Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the roles of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the 1969 Western classic originally sought out the great Steve McQueen to play Sundance. But McQueen had one single grievance with the project, that Newman received top billing over him. McQueen angled hard for his name to appear first in the film's opening titles, and when a deal couldn't be reached, Fox's president even suggested an unorthodox compromise. Ship half the film prints to cinemas with Newman's name first and the other half with McQueen's name first. This wasn't good enough for McQueen, though, who wanted across-the-board top billing, causing him to walk. As much as actors understandably need to protect their brand, was it really worth missing out on one of the greatest movies of the 60s because of eight seconds of the movie's opening titles? Absolutely ridiculous. Number 5. Bette Midler Couldn't Handle the Hobbling Scene Misery Nobody who has watched Rob Reiner's Misery will ever forget the infamous hobbling scene, in which the obsessive, deranged fan Annie Wilkes breaks the ankles of author Paul with a sledgehammer to prevent him from escaping her clutches. The controversial scene caused many actors in talks to play both Annie and Paul to exit the project, including Warren Beatty and perhaps most notably Bette Midler, who was straight up offered the role of Annie and turned it down due to the graphically violent outcome of the scene. Upon reflecting, that part ultimately won Kathy Bates a Best Actress Oscar and made her an overnight star, and Midler called herself stupid for turning it down. Though Midler has two Oscar nominations to her name to date, she hasn't ever managed to win one outright. Number 4. John Travolta found the inverted plane scene silly Flight. Robert Zemeckis's fraught 2012 drama Flight netted a Best Actor Oscar nomination for Denzel Washington, who plays Whip Whittaker, an alcoholic pilot who nevertheless manages to crash land a plane with minimal casualties following a serious mechanical failure. As perfectly cast as Washington was in the lead role, the film was actually first conceived as a star vehicle for none other than John Travolta, who is himself a private pilot and owns four aircraft. But as enthused as Travolta was with the idea of the character, of Whitaker, he took umbrage with one small but rather significant moment from the film, where Whitaker briefly inverts the aircraft mid-flight in order to maintain altitude. Though flying a commercial liner upside down is technically possible for a short time, it's incredibly difficult, and even more so while ensuring the safe carriage of most passengers on board. And Travolta had this to say, The funny thing was it was written for me, but it wasn't written well enough yet. The plane stuff, not the character. I loved that he was an alcoholic and I loved his journey a lot, but the plain stuff was silly. From my perspective, flying upside down, it's a bit much. I just wanted those bits to get redone. I asked the writer, did you not ask a professional or somebody who knew something? And he said, I didn't want any interference. I just wanted the screenplay done. To hell with that stuff. And so Travolta said, to hell with this. Number three, Patti LaBelle didn't want to kiss a woman. The color purple. Margaret Avery received a well-earned Best Supporting Actress Oscar nomination for her performance as the central love interest in The Color Purple a part that was nevertheless originally offered to singer and actress Patti LaBelle. LaBelle balked on the project, though, because of a single scene where the pair kiss, the actress telling Spielberg that despite the moment lasting mere seconds of the film's 153-minute runtime, she wasn't comfortable kissing a woman. LaBelle later expressed regret that she didn't take the part because it was just acting, though ironically Spielberg was himself criticised for drastically toning down the lesbian relationship between the pair, which was treated far more graphically in Alice Walker's source novel, and was 
have done so for the sake of a PG-13 rating. Number two, Anne Hathaway hated the gratuitous full frontal nudity, Knocked Up. Judd Apatow's 2007 rom-com Knocked Up was a stonking critical and commercial success, making overnight stars of both Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl, the latter of whom played pregnant female lead Alison Scott, but the role was actually first offered to an on-the-rise star in the form of Anne Hathaway, who was all but signed to appear in the film, though ended up walking away after learning that Apatow planned to include real, graphic footage of a woman giving birth during Alison's own birth scene. To the actress who hasn't turned away from nudity throughout her career, she felt that the cutaways to a baby crowning from Alison's vagina added nothing to the film. She said, I turned down another movie, Knocked Up, because it was going to show a vagina, not mine, but somebody else's, and I didn't believe that it was necessary to the story. Hathaway's career was hardly hurt for skipping out on the part, though, as six years later, she has a Best Supporting Actress Oscar to her name. And number one, Ava Gardner didn't want to strip. The Graduate. Mike Nichols' The Graduate is as perfectly cast as a movie gets, particularly Dustin Hoffman as the wide-eyed college graduate Benjamin Braddock and Anne Bancroft as the mature object of his lust, Mrs. Robinson. Nichols considered countless actresses for Mrs. Robinson, including screen legend Ava Gardner, who, while not among the director's top contenders for the part, nevertheless enthusiastically organized a meeting with him at the Regency Hotel in New York. Despite the script calling for Mrs. Robinson to be half undressed for numerous scenes, and fleetingly topless in another, Gardner flat out told Nichols, I strip for nobody. Though Nichols insisted that nudity wouldn't be necessary, a body double was actually used when Bancroft also refused to bare her breasts, nothing ever moved forward with Gardner, who pulled away from the project while suddenly disparaging her own acting abilities to the director. Nichols, for his part, knew that that meeting meant that Gardner wasn't right for the role, and the rest was history. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.